Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another horror movie crew podcast uh, episode. I'm Josh. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, y'all. Seth here. On this episode, we are going to be talking about the 2001 Paul Walker starring film Joyride. Yeah. yeah. But before we jump into that, all the patrons just got, not all of them, all the VIP and official Krubby patrons just got 10, 15 minutes of us um, investigating the differences in uh, clitoral hoods. Yep, clitoral hoods. <laughs> the uh, lips and the varying sizes and color differences in those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Seth made a picture of, before we did this, uh, Seth thought. drew a picture <laughs> yeah. of what he thought it would look like, and then you got it to see it in real time. Not real time. That'd be weird. That'd be, somebody would, was here and showed us. They didn't. Yeah. There were just images. And you were pretty close. Oh, that was too bad. Was you were off pretty badly at first until yeah. Jess gave you some general. It was like you were you were trying to create a map without a compass. Right. Yeah. I just had the clit in the wrong spot. <laughs> wrong right. Spot. You had your north and your south mixed up. But yeah. once Jess gave you that general uh, compass, you were. I, th- I felt like you were spot on, bud. Were. Yeah. I should really do an oil painting of it. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Oh, you should. Can I have my pen back? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Bruce. But I feel like everything you showed me was not normal looking ones. <laughs> the, it was not. No, it those were all not. definitely uh, outside of the box. Yeah, those were some blown out. But I mean, it wouldn't be fun Literally to outside of the box. Like, it wouldn't, yeah, those things were hanging outside they of the box. They were way outside yeah, of the box. Of, that was something else. A lot of hangage <laughs> going on. But anyway, uh, I already talked about what the movie's going to be. So this is the first of three. So this is our first cabin, technically our second, because we did the intro to the cabin, but that'll probably be for patrons. Um, so if you're not a patron and you want to hear and see Seth's drawings of what he thinks uh, the female... <laughs> Um, what's the right word? Anatomy. For that? Anatomy looks like. Uh, go check that out. We also talk about other things on in the um behind the scenes stuff that's not just you know kind of gross. Yeah, but usually it's gross. It is stuff yeah. we can't talk about on here. Yeah, but something we can talk about on here is the movie Joyride. So this is our first. We're doing the franchise. There's three of them. The new one that came out this year is not in this franchise, right? No, not related. Okay, so I don't think it's a horror film. Oh. Is it? No. I no, it looks like that. something okay. totally different. All right, so Joyride 1, Joyride 2, Joyride 3. Um, Jess, had you seen this movie prior to? It has, it's been a long time. I, don't, I can honestly say I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. Because mm. there were parts where I was like, oh, I, f- I remember this. But then there were others that I'm like, mm, I don't remember that at all. So... Well, we warmed say for sure. we warmed you up last night with skulls, skulls, yeah. the skulls, the, the skulls. skulls. I apologize. Another Paul Walker flick, and maybe yeah. somebody out there knows. Maybe leave it in the comments if you do for sure. But we brought the Blu-ray player that we bring every year, mm-hmm. and for some reason, it's perfectly happy playing DVDs. But it did not like the skulls Blu-ray. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was crunching and cracking and making all kinds of ridiculous noises. Yeah, it was weird. It was not nice. It was very odd. But we got it to work. Yeah. We had yeah. to flick it like what we talked about on the Patreon. Um, flick it hard. Behind the scenes stuff. So um, <laughs> for everybody watching on YouTube, you can see out to the beautiful deck. There's a little bit of a glare going on behind me right now. But, um, it's a beautiful sunny day. This is probably my favorite cabin <clears throat> that we've had. Yeah, I feel like it's got the <clears throat> best like setting. And like Jess said, it's just a stone's throw away from a Dollar General. Stone's throw. Now you're underselling it. I not am. a regular Dollar General. <laughs> it's a marketplace. Has Dollar a produce General. section. Yeah. Honestly, that is true. So we ventured down the hill today because we needed some uh, items. We thought, like a normal Airbnb, that it would come with um, paper towels. Yeah. Didn't. 
didn't. I'm not going to blame that on the Airbnb owner. I feel like that was a cleaning person error. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Right? They probably took the paper towels. <clears throat> or maybe there weren't paper towels here for them to give us, and they're, you know, they're probably not responsible for the purchasing of the paper towels. That's they're true. responsible for the supplying of the paper towels, right? True. True. Anyway, we uh, ventured downhill. You almost got us killed by a... Um, How did I almost get us killed? That curve. that We were pretty tight on that oh, curve. Oh, God, we were fine. Were we not? <laughs> What, like leaving the driveway? No, no. After here, remember we went around the curb about 900 mile an hour and the other truck was coming around the um, curb? We were going about 30. It was just startling. <laughs> just we weren't expecting it. Okay. Um, I believe you. I didn't think we were going to die. No, we were fine. Well, I'm an over-exaggerator, so life's all about stories, Jess. You have to embellish these stories sometimes to make yeah. them um, more fun to listen to. It's because we watched Joyride, so we were on edge. We were. The guy pulled out in front of you and you got really that, mad. Yeah, that yeah the guy in that big truck. Yeah, that was flicking. Um, it was ru- the rusty nail of Sugar Grove. Or really we had was. a CB, we could have called him. That would have been cool. Yeah. Nah, probably wouldn't. I bet he didn't have a CB, do you think? <laughs> I don't know if they still use those. In a they? dump truck? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Maybe. Talk I'm actually like there's I other know. dump trucks around here. <laughs> breaker, breaker, looking for a bear report on the uh, dumpster truck trailer. <laughs> but yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, are we going to watch Dark Harvest tonight? Is yeah, that what we're going to do? We could. We'll see. I haven't decided. What we get into. Are you wanting to... I know we're going to watch the second Joyride, but are you wanting to try and watch the third one today, too, or tomorrow? Oh, that's a good... I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I think we're probably going to start drinking. We haven't had a drink yeah, yet. I feel like we'll need a break after the second one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Because remember uh, Wrong Turn? We didn't even finish all those. Spoiler alert. Because I got really bad. <laughs> I don't think you guys fell asleep during the last one that we watched. And then yeah, we were we just did. like... Mm-hmm. But in that movie, those that franchise's defense, we didn't do a three day trip that year. We only did yeah. a two day trip. We were trying to cram a lot in. Because by yeah. the time we got to the cabin on Friday, went to the store, uh, got oogled by the townsfolk at that what? one. Remember? Because yeah. I went in to get ice, and they did not like us. No. Yeah. Um, we just didn't have time. We had mm-hmm. one day to try to watch four movies and record them. So yeah, yeah. That's why we can spread it out. Spread it spread out. Cheek. Hang out in the evening. You have to spread cheek yeah. it. If you yeah. don't cheek spread, spread it's cheek not it. the same, right? No. Okay, beautiful. Seth, had you ever seen Joyride? I've seen it a couple times, but it's probably been 10 years or so uh-huh. since I've seen it last. And do you remember seeing it and liking it more or less this time? I feel like I like it about the same. About the same? Yeah. Really? I like the movie. You think it didn't, you thought it aged okay? Yeah. Interesting. I so. Interesting. It's not like it has CGI and stuff in it, so that part you don't have to worry about. Yeah, plus I think something's weird with this TV. It makes the movies look weird. Mm. I just had all, trouble seeing it because it was so dark. It makes all the cuts yeah. weird. Like, I don't know that the skulls, those cuts it was doing like that, I don't know that if it was on another TV, it would have looked that bad. Mm. This TV is really weird. I remember Abby's mom had a TV that did that, and there was a setting on it you had to change. Yeah, the quality looked odd Yeah, on the skulls. But it's an older movie, so I don't know. Um, what else we got? We got anything else before we get up? Yeah, I like the, the old Joe. Well, have you seen it before? Yes, and I remember enjoying it a lot mm-hmm. when I first watched it, and I did not enjoy it as much this I time. I kind of feel like once you know what, what it is, though, it's not as exciting. There's that, and then it also has this, like, it's probably a product of the time that it came out, though, but it has yeah. that, like, weird early 2000s, like, feel to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, the dialogue is really... I think, it, if anything, it's made me appreciate movies more today because I feel like the dialogue is written much better. Yeah. Like, a lot of that dialogue, it feels like you're watching She's All That or something like we talked about last well, night. Well, it's in that era of just, those movies. I don't know. It's, I, just, I feel like that just isn't how people communicate no. in real life. 
And I imagine this was marketed to like teenagers at the time. I think it's PG thirteen, yeah. so that would that would be probably pretty accurate. But yeah, I'd seen it when it first came out, um, and I remember being a fr- like scared of it. Like the end of it, it was like kind of scary to me when I first watched it. That's but, creepy. Yeah, like look, she's whole- looking at me like I'm stupid. She's like, "That's dumb." No, you just really love Joshua Jackson. That was the skulls. We're talking about Joyride. I do love oh. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> that was a big still, segue. Just still stuck on the I skulls. I am stuck on the skulls. That's okay. We forgive you. But I do love Joshua Jackson. Why? I was a big Dawson's Creek fan, right? He was my favorite yeah. character. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, Joyride. Yeah. That scared me. No, the skulls yeah. did not scare me. Mm-hmm. I can see I now why creepy. you were making that face at me. When yeah. you like hear him at the end and everything. Mm-hmm. Storm. What did he say? You said it like before it even came on the screen. There's a storm coming. Keeps everyone inside. Washes everything clean. Mm -hmm. Uh, And did we determine that um, that voice of the trucker, Rusty Nail, is in fact Buffalo Bill from? Yeah, at least that's what I found on the internet. Ted Levine, Ted Levine, whatever the hell his name is. It's just very strange that they didn't have him credited. Not even in the after credits, not on Google. It's weird. I wonder why. I wonder if the original voice they had they didn't like. Maybe. So they brought in him. That was a good creepy voice. He's got a very unique voice, yeah. right? I didn't really notice it until towards the end, though. Yeah. Like when, like they first started talking to him and stuff. I didn't think he sounded like that, but I was listening. I was watching, but listening to like the voice, and the whole time I'm like, "Why well, know that voice from somewhere?" Yeah. And the final was drive. I finally asked you guys because it was driving me nuts. I thought they were going to show him at some point. Yeah. But it's kind of cool that they don't. That's different. They showed him a little bit, but they never really, because he's supposed to be deformed, I take it. Like, because he makes a comment about how I'm not what you'd expect. And I just mm-hmm. assumed if any was like ugly or, you know. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, he's got self-esteem issues yeah. that these guys just took full advantage of. Yeah. Well, I, st- oh. I still like it. I mean, I like Paul Walker, but he's really not like the best actor. No. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you know what? I think we're all like, because he passed away, yeah. he's in these Fast and Furious franchise movies. I think we probably think he was a better actor than he was. Yeah, he's really not great, but he's a good performer. Like he, I mean, yeah. his movies usually do well. I think, but yeah. Yeah. he's nice to look at. Mm. Well, there's that. You got really excited when they had to go to the diner naked. Naked. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, you got really excited. Yeah. Really anyway, um, so let's hop into some of the characters. We kind of talked about them all already because we are not going off of us. Do the characters so. again? Uh, Joyride 2001. It was directed by John Dahl. Do we know anything else what from the Johnny? Fuck that is from Johnny, oh, dude. We'll see what Johnny's up been up to here. Okay, he looks like he could be a character on Breaking Bad. He looks legit. <laughs> He's a director and writer known for Kill Me Again from 1989, The Seduction from 1994, and Rounders, 1998. He's married to Beth Jana Friedberg. Hmm. Oh, they have four kids. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know anything this guy did. Let's no, see. I don't know these movies. All right. He's directed 62 movies. That's, I mean, that's nothing to shake a stick at, kids. Kill Me Again. Billions. I just finished Billions. Did you guys watch Billions? No. Oh, you should watch Yellowstone. it. Yellowstone. such a great show. Oh, snap. So he's doing a lot of TV. Ray Donovan, The Walking Dead. Did our Yellowstone. The Good Doctor. Did you see that's got pushed out another year again, Yellowstone? I stopped watching it. I did too. The Affair. Did you guys watch The Affair? I did watch that. That was good. Such a good show. Gets a little wonky at the end, though. Yeah. So he's more of a TV. It seems that way. House of Cards. Californication. I saw David Duchovny and another thing up there. Shameless. Did you watch the new uh, Pet Cemetery? 
No. David Duchovny's in it. Is he really? Yeah, the Ducov. I'm I, all down to watch that then. I liked I love, it. I love him. I liked it. Damn, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's bad. Like all it's, TV. They're all like good, really good shows. Yeah. Hell. So mm-hmm. is Joyride like his only movie? Unforgettable. And he did some cool yeah. in the gang music videos. That's nifty. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, okay. So uh, yeah, John Dahl done a lot of TV. Not bad. But hey, a lot John. of writers: Clay Tarver and J.J. Abrams. Everybody knows J.J. Abrams. I was surprised to see him when that came through because they said he was, was a producer yeah. as well. But that was kind of early days. That's true. Yeah. Oh. All right. Our cast: We got Steve Zahn. He plays Fuller. What are some Steve Zahn movies? I know he was in that movie with Timothy Oliphant, like The Getaway or like The... Saving Silverman. Mm. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I feel like he's been on a lot of shit. Yeah. Sahara, Sahara. with Matthew McConaughey. I love Sahara. War for the Planet of the Apes. All right, let's see. Wildcat, don't know. The I Righteous want... Gemstones? Who is he in that? Where's that at? It was up further. I wonder which season he's in. I didn't watch the newest season, though, so... That's 2023. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not. I'm your... not caught up on that, so I don't know. I don't remember him being in White Lotus. I don't. Remember. Yeah, he's the dad. In the first one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Night at the museum. A lot of stuff. He's funny. I like Steve Zahn. Do you guys he like is. Steve Zahn? Oh yeah, yeah. he's yeah. super funny. Paul Walker plays Lewis. Paul Walker needs no introduction. Fast and Furious um, fame. What's your What's your movie with Jessica Alba that you were into? Into the Blue. Into the Blue. Love that movie. I almost said Blue Crush. <laughs> That's well, I mean, the it was surfing movie. Yeah. It was of the same era. You've got Lily Sobiski, Sobieski, I think Sobieski, it is. Yeah. Sobieski plays Venna. The only he, other movie I know of is Glass House with her. Let's see. Never been kissed. Oh, oh really? That's right. She is in that. Look at that guy. What's he trying to pull? Um, let's see. Never been kissed. Eighty-eight minutes. I don't know. Mm. Joyride. She's been in forty-five roles though she was in some movie with um oh what the hell is his name the dude from american pie jason sings really bad this no. seems really bad oh uh um, chris klein oh yeah. god him that's not something to brag about i don't know i don't have uh oh, any of this shit the oh, wicker, man. wicker man is that the wicker man with uh nick cage it is yeah frazier hmm. so i guess you're right that she really hasn't been in much I mean, she's been in a lot, but like nothing that we really recognize her from, right? It looks like a lot of TV as well. She hasn't been anything in a while, it looks like. 2019, one episode of The History Chicks. Oh, I bet she was. like the most recent thing. So it looks like. Movie or film-wise, it looks like 2016. Wow. Lily Sabiaski. She could have had a career change and went and did something else. Mm -hmm. Got Jessica Bowen and Charlotte. Nobody else is really that important, in my opinion. Which is really the best of opinions. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? Three young people on a road trip from Colorado to New Jersey talk to a trucker on their CB radio, then must escape when he turns out to be a psychopathic killer. Ooh-wee, you did a great job. That was one of the greatest jobs of all time. Thank you so much. It is. Yeah. Do they ever say they're going to New Jersey? I don't even remember <clears throat> them saying where they were going. I don't either. I just remember him saying, going to Colorado. I think they do say that that's where they're where he's headed because okay. he's headed home. Where's he at though? I forget where he starts. Is he in California? Maybe. I don't know if it ever said. San Diego. <sighs> you might maybe. Be right. Yeah, maybe. And it then was. he was uh, he went to Salt Lake to get mm. Fuller. That's right. So the movie um, opens and Paul Walker's on the phone with Vena Vina. 
We find Vina. out v- Vavina. We find out they were like high school friends. I don't, I'm assuming he had a crush on her, but she never really knew it. Or I think mm-hmm. she kind of knew it, right? Yeah. Don't they always know, really? They always know. So. Yeah, she wanted it. She, I think she did. Cause she's laying in her underwear right there. She's definitely yeah. like the sex symbol of the movie, she right? Oh, had a car. Yeah. <laughs> So we see he decides, okay, she broke up with her boyfriend, so he is going to drive and pick her up. So he cancels his flight, changes in his airplane ticket for a car. Apparently, mm-hmm. you can do that. Yeah. So he sets out to go and pick up Vina in Colorado. Yes. Gets a call from his mom. Apparently, him and his brother, uh, Fuller, are estranged. They haven't talked for five years. Yes. He gets arrested, drunk and disorderly. So Paul Walker drives 200 miles out of his way to go pick up his brother, Fuller, at the, um, I almost said the impound, at the police station. <laughs> the impound. Two, so far, I don't know, we're probably at five or ten minutes of this movie, it's not really scary. I don't know that it ever yeah. really gets scary till maybe the end might be scary mm-hmm. to some people. Like, when I watched it, I thought the end of it was scary originally, but I didn't this time. There were just a few parts where it was, like, high tension. Well, they, like, pinned Ooh. up against the tree, and, like, that part yeah. was kind of scary. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so he picks up Fuller. Fuller's messing with them. They decide they're going to go pick up Vena in Colorado, but um, they stop at a gas station, and he decides, Fuller decides they're going to have a CB radio put in this car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For $40. 40 bucks. Yeah, so they're driving. They decide, hey, let's have a little bit of fun. So they start pranking people on the CB radio. And Paul Walker decides he's going to sound like a girl. Actually, he gets talked in. Yeah. This whole thing is full it's of ideas. It's all his yeah. fucking fault. And they talk him in, he talks him into talking like a woman. And Jess, you thought he did sound like a girl. He sort of did, yeah. I don't think I would have believed it. I think I would have thought it was a man trying to sound like a girl. But you think over a CB radio that it could have been masked a little bit? Maybe, maybe more like cackly sounding. You try to sound like a woman and I'll be cackly. (laughs) Hey there. Okay. Hey there, sexy. I mean, if I were a trucker out there, you know, for days on end, not getting any... Want to meet me at the motel? (laughs) That sounds very (laughs) fake. All right. No, let me do it, right? Hey there, Rusty Nail. <laughs> How's that? Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. Hey there, Rusty Nail. You want to put your nail in my door frame? <laughs> it's honestly think? just hilarious to me that it, that they came up with candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good one, right? It candy it's cane. funny. Everybody wants to taste a little candy cane. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they start messing with this guy because originally... Um, Fuller pretends to be um, what's his what's his name his handle uh, Dark Horse yeah something like that uh, yeah I don't know. I can't remember he pretends to be another trucker and him and Paul Walker uh, Lewis are passing the CB handheld back and forth and everybody else can hear what they're saying right yeah mm-hmm. so then he messes with this other guy who is uh, Rusty Nail mm-hmm. and he's like real shy yeah kind of feel bad for the guy at first honestly. Yeah. He's like, I've never done this. And they're like making fun of him. Yeah, it is kind of sad. Because they like do um, like what you would equate to like sexting now, but they do it like over the CB. So mm-hmm. she's like, but like, pretend I'm sitting in the rig yeah. with you. But clearly this guy is like a murderer. So I kind of wonder if he just does that to like lure yeah. people in. This, do you think so? This did not seem like his first rodeo with this. <laughs> um, I don't. Did you think that? Kind of. I mean... He ripped that dude's jaw off, so. 
I that doesn't seem like just a normal thing that anyone yeah. would do. Yeah, but if he has self-esteem issues and then he's embarrassed, I feel like that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for him to do that. I feel like anybody else that this would have happened to, they would have been like, oh, sorry, wrong room. Mm. Yeah, I don't really want to okay. go to that extreme. You know? I mean, he does, but he doesn't kill the girl, the one girl at the end. It's true. True. So, But and, he was kind of like trying to mm, get her killed with... okay setting it up with the door and whatnot. I guess I didn't feel like this was like, like he's like, it's a murderer out in a semi truck. I kind of felt like they, like he did this because of what they did, but I could be wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like he, it seems like he has done this before, mm-hmm. I guess to me, or that was just his breaking point or that he, he had been having yeah. a bad day. I mean, he thought he was going to get some candy cane. Yep. He went out of his way to get the pink champagne. Yep. And then boom, Okay. We're, <clears throat> no candy cane. We're going to go right to that part right now. So they mess with this guy and then they end up uh, stopping for the night because I think it's really rainy. It's stormy outside. So they stop yeah. at this yeah. shitty hotel. Motel. Right, motel. I'm sorry because the doors are on the outside. At this motel, um, Fuller goes in to get the room and there is this big guy in there arguing. This very racist, rude man in there mm-hmm. arguing with the uh, attendant mm-hmm. running the place. Yeah, the hotel guy. Very, very uh, odd. I don't think you see that much in movies anymore. No. It's like a male Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, that sounds like that's a good way to describe it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So he goes in, and I think Fuller's trying to, like, break the tension. So he's, like, making jokes, and, like, then he, like, makes fun of the guy. But the guy, like, bumps him. And body uh, checks him. Body checks him. Body checks Fuller him. comes back to the car and tells Lewis what's going on. Lewis just laughs at him, but like he's, Steve's on Fuller, he's really pissed off about this because he really disrespected him. Right, so mm-hmm. he's upset. So then, lo and behold, of all the great timing in the world, Rusty Nail starts CB in them again. So they decide they are going to invite Rusty Nail to the motel, yeah. to room seventeen, which is the room right next to theirs, where this gentleman just happens to be staying, and they tell him to bring. Pink champagne. Pink champagne at midnight. Yep. So lo and behold, he does show up and they're like listening through the wall. And was it gagging going on? Yeah, it was like a choking yeah. sound or something. You That's hear what it? it said. It said choking, yeah. gagging in the um, subtitles. Still, to this point, I kind of felt bad for that trucker guy because he shows up, he knocks on the door and the guy's yeah. like, doesn't answer. So he's like, I brought the drink. I know. It is kind of sad because he sounds, you know. I don't want to say desperate, yeah, but like he went out of his way to do all this and he's like, I got the pink champagne. Yeah. Like I really legitimately feel like he had never done this before. He like put himself mm. out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine just meeting somebody yeah. like bone that you don't even know what they look like? Yeah. I mean, don't people do that all? I mean, yeah, you, you have like pictures picture online, now, but, but yeah. I mean, how many of those you times do you people, sure they're going to look that way. Right. How many times do people show up to those and the person doesn't look anything like the picture That's that true. they That's true. had on there, but um, so yeah, anyway, the, the asshole guy from the uh, office answers the door. There's like some arguing going on and cause you can't hear it, but when you watch it with the subtitles, it says like the guy tells him like, why are you just standing there? Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I think there's something up with this. Like, obviously he's a killer, but like, I think maybe he was like deformed or something. Oh, maybe it's fucked up looking. Yeah. But because of all this, Paul Walker calls the front desk and tells him there's something going on in the room next to him. And the next morning, the police are there, and the guy is they because they found the guy at the in the middle of the intersection somewhere, 
all messed up. So, Jess, you said you didn't think this next part would happen. The cops decide to try to scare Paul Walker and Fuller because they think they know something more than what's going on. So they take him to the hospital so they can see this guy. No. I mean, maybe in a small community back then. I don't know. You think? I really don't think this would happen. They would try and they would reach out to this person's family, you know, and they'd have to be there or whatever. And they, mm-hmm. the family, like, would have to, like, okay all this. Yeah. And I don't see them going through the trouble of being like, oh, come look at this, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, they did just stand in the hallway. So really anybody in that hospital that walked by that room could see in there theoretically. So I guess if you just, like, were a cop that was really trying to. Which I still don't think would happen. Yeah. I think you're probably right. If you go to any normal-ass hospital, they're not putting you in rooms with a big-ass window like that unless you're, like, in surgery and that's in a whole different area. Like, that's true. I don't know. It's just a movie. Just, little, okay. I know. I'm breaking it down too much. <laughs> it's far-fetched. I do agree with you. I don't think that they would take them there and show them, but I think they did that for the movie purpose so, so we that could right. see we could see yeah. the damage because they really want you to be afraid of this guy. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was pretty gross. That was pretty gross. I mean, he ripped his whole bottom jaw. Yeah. It was creepy looking. Ugh. Uh, do you think you could actually live after that? Like, um... I almost feel like that'd be like a heart attack situation, like having your jaw ripped off. Mm. I wonder if he would be, would have been conscious when he did it though. Maybe he wasn't, maybe he's like passed out or something and he did it. Maybe. I don't think you could just rip somebody's jaw off either though, right? He said saw it off. Oh, he said sawed it off. Oh. Remember the, um, Rusty Nail says that somewhere where he's talking about cutting the fingers off. Mm. That's right. Because the, I forgot about that because he yeah. tells them that when the medical people can't identify somebody, they cut off their fingers and their bottom jaw and keep them in a jar. Mm, that's right. So that must have been what he was uh, what he was going for there. Goodness. But yeah. So anyway, they uh, take off and decide, hey, we're just going to go get Vanna and forget about all this. And I th- believe this is the part of the movie where uh, Fuller takes the CB out of the car chucks it and throws it he's like okay we're done with this yeah. i think that's the part isn't it yeah yeah they're basically like we're moving on from this well no that, that can't be right because he contacts him later yeah but it's because he's like well check your trunk remember they find it in the back of their trunk <sighs> but isn't venna with them when that happens yeah. yeah so they so the next part they're driving and this is when they he, tell him that that it's fake. So they they haven't ripped the CB out yet. They contact him at the hotel first, and then when they're driving, they they get in the car and then they find the radio in the trunk. Remember, he calls them in the hotel room. This is that's, like after the bar and stuff. That's way later though. When they, leave I just the, thought you were trying to figure out how they got the CB back. No, so from this part in the hotel, when he kills the first guy, they leave and. The guy's all, he's like, I'm trying to find Candy Cane. And that's when Fuller gets mad and picks up the CB and tells him, like, making fun of him. Mm -hmm. And then Paul Walker talks like a girl and then says, this is actually me. I'm I'm a dude. I'm a dude, bro. Yeah, so then he starts messing with them again, telling them that you need to get your taillight fixed, right? Yeah. 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 So they pull off into this gas station because they're trying to get away from this guy. So they quickly get off the highway, go to this gas station where Paul Walker goes in to get gas and uses a very old credit card machine. <laughs> I thought he was writing a check. No. <laughs> I was like, this looks like he's writing a check. But the weird dude gets the ice truck shows up in the parking lot and they think for some reason they believe that this trucker 
was driving an ice truck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a box truck, basically. Yeah. A little truck. Which doesn't make any sense because previous in the movie, they looked out the hotel window and they saw the semi truck drive by. I don't know if they did. We did, but I don't know if they saw it. See, I thought it showed Fuller looking out the window. So maybe I, maybe I missed that part then. But I thought that they knew he was in a semi truck. But I mean, they're scared. That's, That's the true. only other truck that pulls off the road right after them. That's true. And the guy gets out with a bat and he's checking his tire pressure with a bat, which I guess mm-hmm. and he, he follows Paul Walker around the store with the bat. So, okay. So Paul Walker's freaking out thinking it's that guy, right? So he gets out and runs to the car. They take off. And of course they go the wrong way and go down yeah. to some dead end road. The ice Dumb truck asses. guy's following them. And when they hit the dead end, lo and behold, Paul Walker left his credit card in the store, and this nice man with a mustache was coming. He's just trying to help. Yeah, I, I feel like that could have been so much scarier, though. Like they made it, yeah, kind of a joke. Because then he's even like, "Oh, was it the mustache?" <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I don't know. Well, it's to like you know make you calm again, as if you're like, "Oh, okay." And then next, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because then the box trucks leave in, and here comes Rusty Nail plows through the freaking ice truck. Ice goes everywhere. And that's when there's this speed uh, car chase. Car chase ensues through the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they're just like in dirt. Well, sort of, because then they run into a tree. Yeah. Which that doesn't happen in the desert. That was weird. So I don't know if they were fully in the desert or just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. In the dirt. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you have tried to spin the car around and go back out the way you came instead of yeah. driving out into this field or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you're panicking, I mean. Okay, uh, you you seem to be chalking a lot of what's happening up to panic. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know if you would like stop and think to do that. If someone's chasing you, you're just going to go, right? But also, I don't think this semi could be as sneaky as it was being. Yeah. <laughs> it really like, just did. kept showing up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, no, dude, no. Multiple times that happens. Like, you don't hear it, yeah. and all of a sudden, it's lights turn on, it's just there. It's like, what is this, fucking Optimus Prime? Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah, is, that's not going to happen. Scary. Okay, I mean. Yeah. I feel like this movie may have been more scary in theaters if it was really loud because, like, the truck mm. noises and stuff were pretty loud. So, yeah. I mean, that might get you like, yeah. from a jump scare perspective. But jump scare. So this semi-truck <laughs> is chasing them through this, like, dirt field, essentially. Uh, and, of course, they don't know how to drive very well. So they hit a tree, which comes out of nowhere. Sideways, yeah. And the semi-truck, of course, catches up to him, smashes him up against this tree, and they're talking over the CB. And he's, like, asking him, like, why did you do this to me? And they're like, it was just a joke. We were just trying to be mm-hmm. funny. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, oh, I was just kidding too. So he backs off and lets him leave. Yeah. It's like, what? So they think at this point it's over. Like, okay, this guy got us back. I smashes all the windows, the front window, everything out of their car when it, when he's smashing up against the mm-hmm. tree. I think this next scene after this. So they go and they got to get the car fixed. If we were joking, like they go to this body shop and they have all the windows for the car mm-hmm. and the front windshield. Yeah. For okay. like a 25-year-old car. That's convenient. Yeah. Is that, and it's the same place, right? Is it the same place they were at before? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Because it looked just like it, almost. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a different place, but looked the same. But it was obviously yeah. filmed at the same one. Yeah. Or but I like how they made it look like out front. You saw that they had a bunch of windshields mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. like sitting there. Like, yeah. like they would have the type they need, though. Windshields are not universal, are they? No. Okay. Well, there you go. That's- maybe it was a safe light shop. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> Do they cut those windows to fit your car? How does that work? I think they just stock them. They just have a ton of windshields. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
they can wow. switch them out really quick too. Like they yeah. go to the house and do it very fast. I it's truck drivers always crack my windshields for some reason. Cause I drive so much. I'm always getting cracked windshields. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, so this is when, so they get the car. I love how they make it seem like he doesn't have any money. Cause at first she's like, Oh, well if you had a car, he's like, Oh, I do have a car. But then he's got money, not only to buy this car, the gas money to get across the country. Mm-hmm. I guess unless he's putting it on a credit card, which maybe that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, he can put everything card. on his MasterCard. It was a MasterCard, too. They make, yeah. make certain that we know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't have any money or a car. Now he's got a car. He has to spend all this money to fix it up because he keeps getting screwed up. But So he gets the car fixed. They're like, oh, thank goodness this is over. They leave. This is when he throws the CB out the window. Like they a, show up. They get Vena. Yeah. Vena? Vena? Vena. 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 It's like calling for her in the Vena. field. Vena. Oh, that was really good. That sounds That's just like it. Yeah. So they get Vena from Colorado. They're headed back to uh, New Jersey or wherever it is that they're going home. Is this for the holidays or for summer? Why are they going home? Yeah, they're on some kind of break. I guess. Yeah. They never really say. Interesting. Because their friend is basically like, oh, I got to get home mm. or wherever. Yeah. So. So they pick her up. They finally get her. Her and Paul Walker have a moment. They leave. They stay at a hotel the next night, and um, they hit the bar at the hotel doing lots of tequila shots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of tequila shots. Uh, There's an altercation at the bar, which forces them to go back to their rooms, and we see that maybe Fuller might have a thing for Vena, which is Lewis's girl. Yep. Because he's like, up in her face when he unlocks the door mm-hmm. he's like sniffing her breath like feeling her out like do yeah. i like the way this breath smells <laughs> what's that venice snatch would i like to lick <laughs> her teeth maybe i don't maybe. know yeah he did me do you guys find steve zahn attractive mm-hmm. he's not ugly not really but, but no i wouldn't like approach him no mm-hmm. paul walker oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah naturally naturally so they're all drunk they go back uh Venice staying in her own room. Lewis and Fuller are sharing a room. Mm-hmm. And Fuller decides he's going to turn on some porn. Yeah. With like a saxophone music. So he's watching the background. Uh, porn, which I think gets him going, right? Mm-hmm. Paul Walker, uh, Lewis, he falls asleep. So he uh, Fuller decides to go over and talk to Venna, who was like brushing. It looked like she's got a shower or something. She was like brushing. She had a robe. Yeah, I think she showered. She was fully expecting <clears throat> for it to be um, Paul Walker. Lewis. Because, I mean, could tell when she opened the door, she was, like, disappointed that it was Fuller standing there. God, it's him. Well, she tries to turn him down multiple times, too. She's like, no, oh, I'm tired. We're going to leave early. We should get some sleep. He's, like, very pushy, right? Yeah. I mean, she's, like, a foot taller than him, so clearly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I mean, yes, that is true. She's like, no. Maybe she's into that, or maybe he's into that taller woman, you know? There's some people that like a gal to be taller than them, Seth. Yeah. No? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> shit. So, Paul Walker is asleep. Lewis Lewis is asleep in his room. The phone starts ringing. It wakes him up, and it is our buddy, Rusty Nail. He has located them at the hotel. He lets him know that his brother is hitting on his girl in the other room. So, mm-hmm. he runs down there, and they decide to speed out of there immediately. This is where, when they're leaving town, all the... The signs, signs on painted. the road are spray painted, and they look say, "Look in the trunk, Lewis." Look in the trunk, Lewis. Again, a little unbelievable to me. What do you guys think of this? He's he's doing a lot. Yeah, I mean, they were at the bar for a long time, and he knows what direction they're going. 
Yeah. yeah. It He's seems. really going out of his way. Yeah. It's a mess with him. Yeah. He's really dedicated to this. Well, I mean, they pissed him off, and yeah. rightfully so, because they shouldn't have done this, honestly. It's like, kind of crappy. Doesn't this dude have somewhere to be with his truck? Is and he transporting some kind of good? Apparently not. <laughs> some kind of good. No wonder we can't get our stuff in a timely manner. Yeah. He, they did make a comment, too, earlier in the movie that the CB has like a five mile radius. Mm hmm. So I, the one thing that bugged me is like, how does this guy always find himself within a five mile radius of these, pe- of these two people? I assumed yeah. he was following them the whole time. Interesting. Okay. So anyway, they see the signs, look in the trunk, Lewis, they pull over, they open the trunk and the CB is in the trunk. Yeah. Would you have hooked it back up? Probably not at this point. No, but I almost feel like they're feeling like they have to to somehow try and get rid of this guy i don't know i guess the only reason i would hook it back up is because he clearly needs wants to tell me something Mm -hmm. so i would like and again we find out that is what happens right so they hook it back up and they find out that he has venna's roommate Mm -hmm. from college with him so he's kidnapped her somehow again he kidnapped the roommate but still managed to stay in a five mile radius yeah I don't know. Seems a little bit far-fetched. I wouldn't have found out because I wouldn't have hooked it back up. Yeah. So just as roommate just would have been died. Yeah. yeah, she would have been dead. Wow. I feel like he would have found another Would you way. guys hook it back up or would you be like, oh, hell no, I'm going to try and At that point, probably the not. or something like as that. As far as you know, like no one's in danger. So right. Like, Fuck this. Yeah, you're probably, I don't know that I would have hooked it up either. But I bet he just would have done something else to get him to hook it up. Yeah. Well, he was able to figure out what hotel they're in in the room, so he mm-hmm. called them. So clearly, he if he wanted to give them, he just would have called him again. This information, yeah, he yeah. would have called him again. So we find out that he has uh, the roommate, and he wants to meet them in this cornfield somewhere, middle of nowhere in this cornfield. Yeah, just gives them like an exit, and then like yeah. So they go there, and uh, they get out of the car, and the semi truck tries to run over them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is absolutely absurd. Yeah. So we get a corn chasing scene, which, okay, it was all right. Um, that would be scary, though, if you were running through a cornfield. I feel like the best thing to do, because this is a huge semi truck, would be to go out one of the sides yeah. and then go back to your car. Like, he's clearly not there to give you your friend. He's there to kill you. Right. Or mess with you, as it seems. But And it is just the front of the truck at this point, the tractor. Yes, so, much so he more did like, offload his yeah, so cargo. Mm-hmm. Can maneuver much better now. He offloaded his cargo at the local expo. Yeah, see, that answers your question, <laughs> Jess. He expo. delivered his goods. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So at least he's doing his job, right? <laughs> yeah. He's not out here half-assing it is what we're, what yeah. we're trying to say. So Dropped off his load. Mm. <laughs> he did bust his load. So the truck, and what did they jump into? So this truck is following them, and rather than run through the corn the opposite direction, they just continue to run straight. Some kind of ditch. The truck runs them stupid. down, and they get in this ditch, like yeah. you said, and the truck goes over top of them. And then they decide to run. And then they they back it up and then they Ah, split up. Yes. That's where they screwed up. up. So this scene I actually did like. It was the trucker, uh, Rusty Nail, walking through the corn. And all you could see was his like feet. Mm -hmm. And I thought they shot that really well. I'm trying to find positives here. Um, (laughs) I thought they shot that really well. So I liked that scene um, from that point on. I thought the build up to it was kind of crappy. But I, I, I could see how that would be scary. Yeah. 
So he does get Vena, Vena. I wasn't saying that right, but Vena. They, they were saying Vena. Okay, it's a crazy name, but so he does have her. So now he has Vena, Vena's friend, and he lit uh, Lewis and Fuller's car on fire. Yep, and ran gasoline to it to blow it up. Yeah. If he had killed them, do you think he would have let the girls go? Hard telling. Probably yeah, not. I don't know. He's, he seems pretty psycho. Because obviously they would have like seen him at this point. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Just before the car does blow up, we should say he is on the intercom, the CB, because mm-hmm. um, Paul Walker Lewis is talking to him and he tells them to meet him at the motel off of the highway in some town, room 17. Mm-hmm. Again, they don't have a car. So now they have to run at midnight, of course, and bring pink champagne, he says. I think he was trying to be a little clever with that. Yeah. He, I mean, he said all the same things that they had him do. Mm. Same room number, same scenario. So now the roles are reversed. Yep. So Karma. They, they go to this town, which has multiple motels, of course. So they're yeah. banging on doors, wrong room, wrong room. Of course, the last freaking hotel they go to happens to be the right one. Yeah. So we see that Rusty Nail has taken Venna and tied her up to a chair with some sort of saran wrap. So she can't talk. She's stuck to this chair. And with plastic wrap, and he has somehow rigged up a shotgun so that if the f- door is opened, the shotgun will go off and it'll shoot her in the mouth. Yeah. Did I miss it at some point, but do they call the cops again and let them know what's going on? Lewis and Fuller? No. Somebody does. Rusty Nail does. That's right. Uh, he says, I want to report a murder or something. Bodies. Bodies, I want, yeah. I want to report a bunch of bodies. Oh, okay. Because I think he thinks they're going to walk right in and it's yeah. going to shoot him. But um, So he takes them to room 17, and they actually get in. Because you think it's going to sh- – which this part did get me, right? Because I forgot what happened. I was like, man, they are going to kill this girl. But they open the door to go in, and the room is empty. Yeah. And then he calls them and tells them, oh, I knew you were listening through the walls that night, yada, yada. Uh, we're actually in the room right next to you, and now you're going to get to hear her. Which I thought was clever. Um, but Steve's on full. He actually goes around the back thinking he can break through the hotel into the back um, because they don't obviously don't want to go through the front. But that's when Rusty Nail attacks him. Mm-hmm. And I thought from here out, I thought the movie was good. Yeah. 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 There's a lot going on. There was because there's like a fight scene between Fuller and Rusty. Now you get to see a little bit of Rusty Nail. He's just like this big, bald trucker. Yeah. Um, they don't really show us. They did a good job of masking his features. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kept um, them like in the shadows. Which I think was good. Dark, so, I thought that yeah. was best. I thought that it was good that they did that because if yeah. you'd seen him, I don't know if it would have been as good. Yeah. But uh, Fuller gets like a, a pipe through his leg. Yeah. It's like rough. a piece of rebar. Yeah. yeah, and you think that Rusty Nail's going to kill him because he walks up to him, and then Paul Walker runs around, Lewis runs around to try to help or find him, and we see he's hanging on a uh, like a fence. fence post. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't kill him. He took that pipe that was in his leg or, or rebar and mm. bent it, so mm-hmm. you couldn't get it out. Right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. <sighs> Simultaneously, the cops show up. And they're banging down all of the doors. I think they started on both ends of the motel yeah. and working inward. So, of course, they start with one and like 30 mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're working back. They're just kicking in these doors. And he's trying, uh, Lewis is trying to get Fuller off of the fence. And then we see the truck like a ways Come away him. coming at him, right? So, uh, Paul Walker eventually gets Fuller down. The truck is, I don't think the truck's coming yet because he doesn't leave him there. He leaves him there, but the truck isn't coming yet because he doesn't know it is. He hears it when he gets back inside. Mm. 
So he gets uh, Fuller down. He sets him on a box, but is the rebar still stuck to his leg? I think so. Because yeah. he can't leave. He yeah. can't get out. And yeah. he runs to the back. He saves Venna. The cops kick the door down, but he had already pulled her away, so the shotgun goes off. And then he hears Fuller out back yelling that the truck is coming. So mm-hmm. Lewis and one of the cops run around there. He gets him off of that rebar at the last minute. The semi-truck blasts through the fence that would have would have hit Fuller. It goes through the back of the hotel, um, and everybody was safe. Yeah. They open the door. There's a dead truck driver in there. You see, you don't see his face. You see his hands are all bloody. And I think that watch must have been in one of the shots earlier because they really focus on that watch mm-hmm. that's on his hand. Yeah. So I'm guessing that like that was he must have taken his watch and put it on somebody else maybe. Yeah. Um, and then of course Venna's roommate is in the back, perfectly fine. Mm. I just wonder who that was driving. Or who he made look like was driving. I'm guessing it was another body of somebody he had killed. So maybe this guy is a murderer. Maybe it was the ice truck guy and he kept him for later. Oh. Could be. Maybe. Maybe that was the watch. Did that guy have a watch on? We I bet we were supposed to know that was the truck the ice truck driver by maybe. the watch. Yeah. Oh, I bet I you that's what it was. Hmm. God damn it, you're smart, Jess. I try. I got to tell you, mm. it's radiate brilliance over there, dude. <laughs> it's radiating brilliance. Mm. I guarantee you that if we went back and looked, that ice truck driver had that watch on. Probably. Probably when he's like at the window giving back the credit card is probably when we would have seen it. Dang it. I feel dumb I missed that. I did not off a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I nodded off a teensy smudge. You did the old. Did I? I was just asking. Oh, so I was I was paying attention to the movie. Yeah, so of course. I don't know. Sure, you were. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Venna survives. Lewis survives. Fuller survives. The roommate Charlotte survive. Uh, Rusty Nail also we find out survives because mm-hmm. they're in the back of the ambulance getting tended to, and they hear Rusty Nail talking over the intercom. Storms coming, keeps everybody inside, washes everything clean. The end. The, the end. end. Did you look up any fun facts, Seth? No, but I can read off a few. I don't think there was a ton. Do you want me to pull them up for you so you can read them off the screen? I had it open. Oh, go ahead. The speaking voice for Rusty Nail was provided by Ted Levine, Ah. most famous for portraying Buffalo Bill in The Silence of the Lambs. Well, hang on. First, we got to do this. I'm waiting for him to look at me. He's not going to (gasps) look. Fun facts with Seth. (laughs) We got one already. For the nighttime chase scenes, the headlights of the trucks and cars were replaced by aircraft landing lights for extra brightness. Oh. This helped to bring down the exposure enough to keep the sky consistently black, even at early dawn. There was definitely some filters going on in this movie, too. Lily Sobieski ended up filming two different romantic interludes, with uh, one with Steve Zahn and one with Paul Walker during the shooting and reshooting of the film. Both scenes ended up getting cut. Thank goodness. I would not have wanted her to hook up with Fuller. Although Ted Levine provides Rusty Nail's voice, he actually wasn't brought in until post-production. And physically, Rusty Nail is played by the hulking actor Matthew Kimbrough. Matthew Kimbrough. Never heard of him. Three different versions of the ending were shot. (laughs) Sylvester Stallone was considered for the role of Rusty Nail. Dude, that would have been cool. His voice would have bugged me. Do you think so? <laughs> this took John Dahl four years to get made. Candy cane. Candy cane. Yo, candy cane. <laughs> Sorry. 
During the opening credits, when the camera pans around Paul Walker's room, you can see his boner. Huh? Oh, I was like, what? what? Says a toy model of the car is visible on the dresser. Of the car he drove? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What, uh, what kind of car was it? You knew exactly what it was when it's you saw Chrysler it. Chrysler Newport. It is amazing to me that you remember all these freaking cars. I like cars. Hmm. Let's see. Some of these are repeats. Paul Walker and Ted Levine also worked on the Fast and Furious. Oh. The same year. What was Ted Levine in that? Who's Ted Levine? Buffalo Bill. He's in the Fast and the Furious? That's what it says. Hmm. I don't remember. Oh, was he a cop maybe? Filmed under the title of Squelch. Dude, Toby Maguire for mm-hmm. was considered for the role. That would have been way different. I saw it said Eric Stoltz and Eric Roberts audition for the role of Rusty Nail. Oh, who are that? Who Eric Stoltz is. He was the one who was supposed to be um, Marty, I think, in Back to the Future. But they instead picked Michael J. Fox. Didn't they film some with him and then cut him? Yeah. Man, could you imagine? That'd be rough. Due to the reshoots and alternative <laughs> endings being shot years apart, Fuller had to wear a wig during the ending sequence used in the final cut. Oh, really? Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to see where it says why it was filmed like that, but I don't see anything. Hmm. How about this, dude? There was a clown named Rusty Nails. I saw that one. Who was the inspiration for Krusty the Clown in The Simpsons? There's also an actor named Rusty Nails and a director named Rusty Nails. <laughs> In the scene where the three main characters are drinking in the bar before staying at the motel, and then later in the room, you can see that Lily doesn't really take any of the drinks. This is because she would have been 17 or 18 at the time of filming. Oh, wow. Oh, why wouldn't they have just given her fake drinks? I yeah. don't know. That's kind of stupid. Like the one drink she was drinking looked like it was just orange juice. Because mm. I think it was supposed to have like vodka in it or something, but she did drink that. There's a lot of like what kind of cars they drove. I feel like you could put iced tea in a shot glass and it would look like a dark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see anything else too exciting. Hmm. Huh. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. I think that's good for fun facts. That concludes fun facts with Seth. You did a great job, buddy. I mean, an absolutely fantastic job. Let's jump over to HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, I really liked the whole um, cornfield chase. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the fact that it was annoying that they split up. But I thought that was like a tense, a tense scene. Yeah, like they always split up in these movies. Yeah, it's just they have to. What about you, bud? I also like the cornfield scene mm. and the ending. Yeah. I like the ending scene where the it's like chaos. The cops are kicking down the doors, mm. and he's trying yeah. to get Fuller off the fence. And yeah, I like yeah. that. That was probably the best part of the movie for me. Because the cornfield would be scary. Like obviously, you could tell. Like you think you could hide, but he could see the corn moving. So like anywhere you went, yeah. he would like see you. That's true. So maybe in that instance, it would have been best to split up because he can't follow three moving corns, right? Right? Mm-hmm. right. I also feel like it didn't get real serious until the cornfield scene. Maybe the ice truck scene a little bit, but for the most part, I felt like it was like kind of like a comedy at first. Like the first probably yeah. hour of the movie is like a comedy yeah. between Steve Zahn and Paul Walker just like messing around. Which I, it was, I liked it. Yeah. I liked the comedy, but. It'd be interesting to see if they remade this, if they made it like a lot darker. Probably for mm. nowadays. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be. Um, Have you ever seen the movie Duel? Duel? I don't think I so. I think that's what this is probably based on. It's like a 
cat and mouse trucker chasing a guy type Ooh, movie. Cat I, think and mouse. I think I might have seen that. That's pretty good. There's like hardly any talking in it. Mm. But Jess, thing you like most about the movie? Um, I mean, I thought the acting was like not terrible. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd wasn't that Paul great. Rudd? Paul Rudd's Paul in Rudd. this? Paul Walker. Um, but Steve Zahn was really funny and I thought I think he's a good like serious and comical actor. He is because he you never know when he's being serious and when he's like joking. Yeah. But he has like yeah. a really weird he's like really hard to read. Yeah. Because he's in that movie with Timothy Oliphant where they're like on vacation. Like his wife and him are on vacation and Timothy Oliphant and his wife are on vacation and they somehow get together and they're mm-hmm. like traveling together. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's actually a really good movie, but I forget the name of it. It's a thriller movie, but yeah, it's worth a watch. Thing you like most about the movie. I like the storyline. I think it's a good, like, I don't know, departure from regular yeah. scary movies. Mm-hmm. I it's agree. like a you know, road trip scary movie kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely different. It adds something different to it. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. I like the storyline a lot. I just wish it was darker. Like, I think it could have been more scary. I also really liked that they didn't ever show. Yeah. The killer. Yes, yeah. that's true as well. Rusty nail. Yeah, yeah I f- like I said earlier, I think it did the movie uh, good that they didn't show his face. I think it would have given it away. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what he looks like, Mm-mm. which I think is the point of him getting away at the end, right? Because they yeah. can never really identify him. Right. Which is cool. Uh, just something you didn't like about the movie. Um, it's a little slow. Mm. A little bit slow because there were a few parts where I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but also that could have just been I hadn't had any caffeine so that's true we got that taken care of though we did Seth thing you did not like yeah it's movie. a little slow it had a couple like cheesy parts and like I said Paul Walker's not really the best actor that's true I'll give you that dude for me the thing I like least about the movie is nobody died yeah that is kind of strange I thought like her friend or I thought both the girls were gonna die I mean like none of the main characters sure. yeah yeah I feel like they should have killed a friend just because not an yeah. important character. Let's kill the friend. <laughs> Charlotte. Uh, poor Charlotte. I know. It's a beautiful name she has to. V- Venna. Venna. I think they should have let the shotgun kill her. But I feel like they really set this up for a sequel that just never happened. I could see that. Yeah. I'm surprised obviously, that wasn't. Like, they're going to continue on their road trip. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So That's true. That's what it felt like to me anyway. And I feel like they could have killed Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just let Paul Walker live. I kind of thought he was going to when he had that pull through his leg and everything. Or kill all of them and then the guy gets away at the end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we watch it again, Jess. Mm, Probably not. Will you watch it again, Seth? I would if it was like on. Yeah. If it was just on. Um, I'm probably leaning toward no, um, but I'm pretty easy to sway, so I may change my mind. Uh, all right, let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they're terrible, like the platform. Some movies get fives because they are phenomenal, like it chapter one. At the end, we'll average it out and give you the HMC podcast average Stabby's rating for the movie. Seth, Joyride from 2001, our first movie from the cabin this year. What do you give it? Like I said, I like the storyline. Um, I still think it's creepy. I think it's a creepy um story just the whole thing it's a little dated it's a little cheesy um it's kind of nostalgic for me so i gave it a three and a half three and a half holy yeah. cow i enjoyed it i still enjoyed it it's a 70 big boy 
I don't know why I called you big boy. It's not derogatory. I apologize. It's rude. It's, it's 2023, tall, Josh. You're a tall man. Not 1998. <laughs> I'm not body shaming you, Hillbilly. God. Calm down. Jess, uh, Joyride, what do you give this movie? Um, I liked that this was kind of like a comedy slash horror. Um, and also, I really, really liked the fact that they didn't um, show the killer at all. Yeah. I thought that was really cool and something that you don't see very often. Um, yeah, I gave it a three. A three? Yep. Wow. You did a great job. I mean, like a really, really great job. That Thank was awesome. You. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, I remember liking this movie a lot more when I was younger, when it first came out. I obviously haven't watched it since then, um, but I remember it being a lot more scary. Mm. Well, you were probably the audience that was geared toward at the time. That makes mm. sense. That makes sense. So it's a little bit of a letdown to watch it now and be like, oh man. You're like desensitized to certain things. There's probably that too, because it's yeah. really not that scary. Nobody really dies. But as a teenager at that time, it probably was scary. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it aged well for me. Um, mm. So, I again, I like that last from the cornfield scene on. I thought it was really good. I wish there would have been more of that in it versus kind of the, uh, like, Jeepers Creepers did this way better, right? That you have that car camaraderie mm. scenes, and it's like the first 10 minutes of the movie. And then it's like, but this takes up the whole movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Um, anyway, I gave it a two and a half. So, not a terrible score, but I just, not you know, terrible. it wasn't... Uh, wasn't for me. Let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and review horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus? A well-constructed B-movie thriller, Joyride keeps up the necessary level of tension and chills. Ooh. And critics also liked Zahn's performance as the goofball older brother. I agree with that. Yeah. Zahn as the goofball. He Interesting. Was, he was the top-notch actor in this movie. Yep, T-notch. Yeah, Paul Walker, he's uh, he's not a real great actor, to be honest with you. Was this Lily's first movie? I don't think so. Uh-uh. Mm. No, she, remember I said she was in that Jungle to Jungle movie when she was really oh, young. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> jungle to Jungle. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a <laughs> 74% on 116 reviews. Their average rating was a 66%. The audience gave it a 66% on 50,000 plus ratings, or a 3.6 out of 5, which is what, a 72% yes. average rating? Thank you. <laughs> yes. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings, we gave it a 3 out of 5 average, or a 60 percent that's fair so i'd say we liked it less than some of these other folks we were right on with like the rotten tomatoes critics average which is what you should be looking at i feel like that's a fair rating though for this i feel like you're a fair rater thank you of things (laughs) fair rater the internet here is not great i'm trying to get to letterbox i think it was like 3.2 on here on letterbox i'm pretty sure but you can fact check it fact check it well, I hope if I had the right one up. So Letterboxd, uh, users gave it a 3.2. Jess, you were 100% correct. Um, let's see. That's you. You gave it a 3. I don't know who is this. Uh, no. Mark and Brooke aren't doing theirs. They don't have it on here. So nobody else I can tell you about. Way to go, everybody, who didn't go on here and rate it, but that's fine. Yeah, so what the heck? I'll go on and rate it. 3.2. That's a 64%, so it's pretty much. I guess we were actually right at where everybody else was yeah. at. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. That checks. All right, fine, whatever. Interesting. If Paul Walker's hot ass wasn't in it, it'd probably be a lot lower rating for people. <laughs> I don't know that. What if they had a better actor? True. Maybe they put maybe Toby Maguire. What, what would you think? Think it would have been better Tobes. or worse with Toby? I think he would have been decent in it. I think it would have been good. He's definitely a better actor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Than Paul Walker. So I think it might have been better with Toby Maguire. I think the chemistry between him and like Steve Zahn would have been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably. But you know what though? You know what else bothers me about this? And I just now thought of it and what could have been part of the problem. What? Paul Walker is supposed to be like this nerdy, like not ladies man, right? Like he mm-hmm. has loved mm-hmm. this girl since high school and she was always too good for him. Yeah. And Steve Zahn is supposed to be like the cool older brother that always gets in trouble when in fact those roles probably yeah. should have been reversed. Yeah. yeah. And it would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Cause he was even like shorter than him and then um, Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can see that. Paul had those cargo pants. Well, even to the point where like he's hitting on Venna, it's like, it, it's it just very, doesn't seem like a Steve Zahn thing. Right. Whereas if it were Paul Walker yeah, doing it, it, it would have seemed awkward. like really, he was more charismatic than Paul Walker was. Yeah. And kind of nerdy. Right. Cause you just yeah. don't look yeah. at, cause he's supposed to be this bad boy that gets in trouble yeah. and drinks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Huh? I don't know. I just thought of that. And it was pretty darn good thought, too. Probably the best thought of the darn episode. Tootin'. Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. Root tootin'. Anything else you guys would like to say before we wrap it up? No. Oh, I got a new shirt. Oh, shit. Look at that thing. Show it off, dog. Don't be afraid. Cute. The sun's like. So you went yeah, with the HMC Studios chainsaw shirt. Am I right? I did. I also got a skull shirt as well. I'll wear that one tomorrow. You're wearing it tomorrow? Tomorrow. You're not going to switch uh, outfits for every episode? I got to save one for recording tomorrow. I got to save one for my friends. All right. Well, in that case, thank you to all the Patreon crewbies that give us your hard earned money to listen to us. Talk about movies, hang out and, uh, you know, fund our cabin trips, uh-huh. fund all of our stuff. We do. This is expensive. So we thank all of you. Thank you to Aaron P. Colette S. Zach F. Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast. Kimberly D. Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. Caitlin Ashley V. Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road. And my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. Our next episode will be the continuation of the Joyride franchise with Joyride 2. I think it's called Roadkill. Yeah. Is it? I, uh, we'll find out. Let's take a look right here. I'll tell you right now. It is Joyride 2 Dead, dead Ahead. Dead Ahead. Sweet. With Nikki Aquix. Oh, Kyle Schmidt. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Little bitch. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.